Hey, and welcome to Trail Trials, the video review section of irunfar.com. My name is Travis Lyles, and in this video, we're going to take a look at the Hoka Mafate Speed number four. Let's check it out. Let's talk about the basics here of the Mafate Speed 4, fourth iteration of this shoe. I'd argue probably the most changed, I think, of all the iterations of this shoe, and maybe maybe the most confusing as it relates to the rest of the trail line, or at least where it kind of fits in with what we've known so far with the Hoka trail line. Let's start off with the basics. This is 10.4 ounces. It is a four millimeter heel to toe drop. It's got aggressive lugs. It's always been sort of the, call the speed shoe, but heavy and rigid. This shoe's not that anymore. Let's talk about that. Let's start off by taking a look at the outsole. And from an outsole standpoint, uh, this is using Vibra Mega Grip. This is light base. So this was on the Zanal, the first, I think, time that, that Hoka used it. And it's just a lighter weight compound of Vibra Mega Grip. So if you're familiar with the Mega Grip, which is on, again, shoes like the Speed Goat, this is going to have that same kind of feel. Works really well across lots of different terrain. Does pretty good on slick does good on dry and on rock and just overall a really nice tread compound these are five millimeter lugs and get a close view here you kind of see they're pretty deep i think for uh ahoka in general and and trail shoes really this is a a, a nice depth of tread for kind of even muddy type of conditions and something that existed on the last iteration of the speed goat which is these tiny little bumps that exist all over on the tread pattern and this add extra surface area extra grip when these things are biting down so it's not just the lug it's like the lug plus all these little spikes supposed to add some additional performance obviously something really hard to judge but i do think that in general well gripping shoe that does awesome in a lot of different terrain uh worn it in muddy rocky dry wet and this shoe does a nice job of of grip overall and feels more on the aggressive side, if you will, of grip than than moderate. So I, I think in general, like nice for getting into some nasty stuff, the shoe can, can serve well in that. From a lug pattern standpoint, if you've ever worn a Mafate or seen one in the past, the under package here looks pretty similar. Lots of lugs, fairly deep, forward facing in the front for going uphill, transitions here at the back, deep lugs towards the back kind of chevron pattern across the board uh, and reverse lugs in the back for for downhill and for braking no rock plate just like hoka generally does there's nothing in here i guess with the exception of the tecton which has a carbon plate which is sort of a rock plate no plates in here this is in fact the midsole foam uh, dual density i'll talk about that in a second but you can see that poking through but in step with most hoka they're not using a, a rock plate because you have a fair amount of distance between yourself because of the foam stack that's in here. While not a big stack like, um, say, the, the Speed Goat is, plenty of foam. And this is more of a, when something hits it, it sort of conforms to the shape versus deflecting, if you will, like a, a rock plate might do. And again, I've worn this in lots of, of different terrains and never really noticed foot fatigue from sharp objects from rocks from anything like that being a problem let's bump up here to the midsole and this shoe is using pro fly plus kind of have two types of that here in the midsole so this 
Bottom layer is a little bit stiffer, and you can just kind of feel that by, by poking your hand into it. And then this top layer on the red is a little bit softer. So the softer part of the shoe sits right underneath your foot, and then the more firm is on the ground, adding to responsiveness. This Pro Fly Plus lands on the responsiveness side of a Hoka shoe. This is going to be more towards the springy side. And if I was to describe this shoe, it is a softer feeling shoe, but it's not like a lazy soft. It's not a I'm on a recovery day kind of soft. It's like soft but sort of bouncy and gives you something else. Overall, I would say uh, a very nice responsive type of shoe. And this Pro Fly Foam Plus is in some of the more advanced Hoka shoes. So this is believe in the in the Zanal or at least a version of the Pro Flies in the Zanal. It's in some of their carbon shoes, the Carbon X. So this is a, a foam compound that definitely falls on the performance line of, of Hoka's side. And you can just see sort of that red all the way around. Again, this red is the softer foam right underneath your foot and then a little bit slightly more maybe rubberized feeling uh, at the bottom durability and, and springiness purposes. When you look at something like this compared to say the old Mafate Speed, you kind of see like how much this shoe has gotten refined over time. Like, lots of big foam chunkiness going on here. Um, tread pattern looks fairly similar, but but this was just a, a chunkier shoe and about a half to a full ounce heavier. This is the Mafate Speed 2. Lots of overlays. You can see some of that update to a design language has this pull tab here on the back love it or hate it it's there but you can just see a much more refined take this is using that engineered mesh or jacquard mesh upper uh, on here same thing again we saw on the speed goat i would argue though that this does a much better job of locking in your foot a lot more room here if you need it to lock down whereas the speed goat was a little baggier this upper mesh all over but you do have some of these kind of overlays um, playing some parts here so a little bit around the heel to add some structure and then some around the laces that sort of kind of work their way down the middle of the shoe this just to me provides a, a, a good lockdown and I think again if you think about a responsive outsole shoe that you're wearing on a trail you want that lockdown and I think this does a really great job uh, of locking your foot down and you sort of sit down inside of the shoe so this like little bulbous line here that kind of comes to a peak your foot sits just underneath that so i think in terms of like cornering in terms of descents in terms of moving around a lot on technical terrain the shoe sort of sits you down inside of it a little bit you're recessed in it and adds to some of that feel of secureness while also having an upper that while lightweight while shaving weight off of previous versions keeps everything locked in and i think better than really any of the other trail shoes i think this is up there in terms of just fit and and secureness of the upper especially with this new material which i think in general in the market i think has struggled to provide sort of this engineered mesh plus control I, I just haven't seen much of it. I do think this shoe's done probably one of the best jobs of, of doing that. You've got a pretty decent amount of room in the toe box. I would say this is a more rounded toe 
versus pointed. So plus thumbs up for that, especially for long distance and, and for comfort. There is a, a rubber toe bumper here at the front. Your outsole wraps up to the apex to kind of the pointy part. It's fairly hard. And then you've got this rubber overlays on top of, of the upper that are adding some extra protection. If we flip around here to the heel portion, it has this heel thing that I just don't like. Um, I know it's listed as something like helping you get on your shoe easier, but I feel like it's one of those things where I'm in like gravelly stuff or sand. It just creates like a slide for, for rock to get down into the back of my shoe. It's not terrible. If you've got kind of thicker socks, they tend to kind of fill that gap and it's not a problem, but it is absolutely a, um, a little area where debris can get into the shoe in the back just based off this design. That said, you do have a, a gusseted tongue uh, and you're going to be able to keep debris out from the upper parts of, of getting, into, uh, getting into the shoe. And a slightly padded tongue, it's more padded than, say, the Speed Goat. It's not just sort of a, a piece of fabric, very thin fabric. There's a little bit of foam in here. It still isn't a ton, um, but I think because this shoe sort of wears a little more locked down, I don't have to pull quite as tight, so not having as much um, foam in the tongue is, is less of a deal. In closing, I think the Mafate Speed 4 is the Speed Goat 5. I think in terms of what the Speed Goat 2 and 3 and 4 were, this is a more logical next step of that shoe than I think the Speed Goat 5 is. And I know these are two different shoes, but I think the Speed Goat is a popular enough shoe that a lot of people have familiarity with it. They know what that shoe was all about. And the 5 kind of changed the dynamic of that. And I think this shoe does a better job of stepping in and, and taking that Speed Goat mantle and carrying it. And I say that because you've got a, a, a nice lockdown upper. You have a responsive midsole. You have an aggressive tread pattern on the bottom. I think this shoe just does a, a better job at technical, at rolling, at locking your foot down on tight cornering, at protection. I think this one just kind of runs the gamut of trail running in a, I don't care what the terrain looks like, I don't care what type of trail run I'm going to get onto, the Mafate Speed can, can do it. And I just don't feel that same way about the Speed Goat. Example being, if I'm going to do a very long descent that's super technical, old Speed Goat 4, no problem. Speed Goat 5, I got to think about it. I'm going to tighten up my laces. I have to, you know, if it's wet, my the upper on that's going to get loose. This excels in those situations, like the previous version of the Speed Goat, where the new one is just a little loose. It's just loose, and this is a tighter package, I think, overall. I think this is kind of the do-it-all shoe for me as it relates to the Hoka line. But on its own, if you're looking for kind of that shoe that does a little bit of everything, manages rugged terrain as well as flat, is locked in, and it's kind of in that like max cushion without being a slow kind of recovery day shoe, I think this is a really, really good option. So thoughts, comments, feelings, 
whatever. Place those below the video. Thanks for watching. We'll catch you next time.